Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. All right, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, almost wharf online, sunburymotors.com. And let's get right to it. It is great to bring in the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs, Brett Veach, Mount Carmel Zone. Uh, congratulations on, once again, another trip to the Super Bowl. We're making this uh, talk uh, leading into the game, an annual event. Yeah, appreciate it, Steve. It's um, great to be on the show. And, um, yeah, now listen, it's it's been another uh, great journey, and um, it's always a lot of fun. Never take it for granted. It's certainly a, it's a hard thing to do, but uh, certainly going to enjoy the, um, the weeks leading up and, and looking forward to the game. No question. Uh, look, there's always this is a league where there's a lot of changeover, and there's been a lot of changeover on your offensive line. In fact, a guy that used to be on your offensive line I see almost every day, that's Stefan Wisniewski. Donovan Smith yeah. was brought in this year. He may ended up making nine starts for you, but he's on that left side. What kind of addition did he end up being for you this year? Yeah, look, Steve, we always find a way to get a, a Penn State guy on the roster for, yeah, for, the, big, right. for the big moments in the big games, right? No, listen, he's been great. And, um, you know, last season, um, coming off Super Bowl win, uh, like every year you have a lot of work to do. But, you know, we had, um, you know, a little bit more of a difficult task last off season. We lost both tackles and uh, able to sign Juwan Taylor quickly out of free agency and got through the draft and, um, you know, always want to make sure we're doing what we need to do for the quarterback and keep him protected and, had a chance to um, um, get in contact with Donovan and, and bring him in here. And needless to say, you know, it was a huge addition for us and a guy that's played that long in the league. And, and uh, you know, he's logged a bunch of starts. Um, but just a great person. Uh, brings a lot of character and personality to the to the practice field um, every day. Um, again, like I said, one of those guys just has so much experience. He's a great mentor for the young guys. And uh, he's a big reason, you know, why we were able to win those three playoff games. And, and getting him back healthy at the right time was um, certainly good fortune for us. You brought up something in that answer I thought that was interesting. You talked about the character of somebody, what they bring to the table, not just as a football player. How important is that evaluation for for you as you're putting quote a team together? Yeah, I mean it's really one of the most important things. I mean, um, in this league, I mean it, there's um, a lot of parity, and most of these games get decided by two or three points. And um, you're always going to have in every season. Um, doesn't matter how they end. I mean, we've been fortunate to have some successful seasons here, but. Um, in all of those seasons, we face a lot of adversity. So I think, you know, just having those guys that um, understand it, it, it's a mar- marathon, it's not a sprint, um, understand it's going to be tough at points, but just keep that positive outlook on things and, and come to work every day and be the same person, um, continue to do the hard work. And, um, you know, it, it, it just enables not just a position group, but the team as a whole to just handle adversity. And you're going to get hit with a lot of adversity here. And the one thing, I'm super proud about this team is, you know, they uh, always under a microscope, um, you know, we're the type of team now that when we travel, I mean, we're the team's A game on their schedule and, um, you know, have to take their best shot week in and week out and um, guys learn from it and, and stay the path. And I think it makes us tougher at the end of the season. 
I mean, you put a team together. Something that was frustrating in watching Kansas City this year were the number of surprising drop passes. What hasn't happened in the postseason? You haven't dropped any passes. Uh, when you signed these guys, you didn't expect that to happen. How frustrating was it for you at times to see guys that you know what they're capable of and they had that inconsistency to now see it become consistent? Yeah, well, I think it's a combination of, of you know, both of those things. I mean, yeah, it's always – I mean, listen, you, we're going out there every week to play our best, and, you know, it's frustrating when, um, you know – some weeks that you know those things happen and um you know but I, i'll say this like even though there was some frustration and there was some disappointment throughout the course of the season uh i don't think any of us here on the staff and certainly the players in the locker room i think that you know the ability was always there and all these mistakes were, were correctable you know that was the one thing that we just kept our eye on the future and and you know just accepted it and, and used it as an opportunity to to learn from it and yeah you know, i i think looking back on this season um you know probably our worst performance of the year was the, the christmas game against uh, las vegas um you know probably played our, our worst game of the year but you know at the time you know it was a a big blow to us but i really think looking back on it that's probably one of the most important games of the year because i think it provide an opportunity for us all as an organization to look in the mirror and, and you know, to really focus in on the small things and the details. And, um, you know, sometimes that happens with a long schedule and, you know, these guys are they emotionally and physically, they, they wear down a little bit. And um, every now and then, it, if, if you have experience like we did uh, against Vegas on Christmas Day, um, it can go one of two ways. It, it can, you know, maybe turn your season um, the wrong way and, and things only get worse. Or you can really, you know, use that opportunity to look in the mirror and, and um, you know, reach all that potential you have, and, and, and really focus in. And um, so, listen, you know, some of those early drops and all that stuff. But yeah, it was frustrating because you yeah. know we put a high premium on excellence and, and playing our best week in and week out. Um, but there was never a loss of confidence. And you know, we always knew that talent-wise, um, you know, there's more than enough in this locker room to win games. It's just a matter of um, you know being more consistent and you know taking care of our own self-inflicted mistakes. You've had really a great eye for talent during the course of your career. It's what's helped separate you from others. Are there a couple of guys on this team that either you drafted or you signed on this particular team that may be under the radar that you're particularly proud of because you saw something that maybe some others didn't? Oh, that's a tough one because, you know, you hate saying names and then you feel like you leave. Yeah, you um, leave somebody out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, players out. But um, I look, I'm really proud of all these guys. And, you, you know, we've been fortunate. And I got a great personnel staff and great coaching staff that supports us throughout the draft process here. But, um, you know, we've been fortunate where a lot of these young guys that we bring in year in and year out are, you know, have to step up and, and, and contribute. Um, you know, obviously last year, you know, with what Pacheco did in the postseason run, yeah. you know, being a seventh round pick and, um, you know, this year, you know, a guy like Jamari Connor, um, you know, we had a couple good safeties and Justin Reed and Brian Cook, um, we brought in Mike Edwards, three really good safeties. We had an injury to Brian Cook. He got hurt. And then, you know, Jamari's been asked to step up and have a bigger role and really proud of the way he's come along and, and has gotten better and better every week. But, um, Certainly, to to get where we want to go, and and you know, hopefully, to finish this thing off, it, it you know, it it requires all hands on deck, and and all these guys, whether 
if you know whether it's Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, or you know guys in the practice squad, I mean they all have a big part in 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 regards to why we are where we are, and um, just really proud of all of them for their for their work and their dedication. Along the way, who's give me a name of a, a person or a couple of people that influenced how you saw things, how you looked at something, gave you a tip as to what you might be seeing. You know, does that fit with your own personal instincts? Who who influenced you, Brett? Well, I mean, starts right at the top with uh, certainly Coach Reed. I mean, um, blessing and and just really good fortune to to start my career with him and 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 still work with him. But um, without question, um, you know, Andy's been my biggest influence and in being able to see the game through his eyes and and you know, not just the X's and O's, um, not just you know, roster composition, but really culture and, and character and, you know, how that works on a day-to-day basis and how important that is. So, um, you know, without question, you know, Coach Reed is at the top of that list. And then, you know, two guys that when I came to Kansas City took me in and, and, and coached me up, and that would be John Dorsey and Chris Ballard. I mean, those two guys, yeah. um, you know, John coming from Green Bay and Chris coming from Chicago, um, super experienced guys. And, um, you know, they helped coach me up in regards to just, you know, running the show and, you know, meetings and um, just the proper schedules and procedures just to keep everything organized and details and, and to not miss anything. So, um, you know, I, listen, I've been <laughs> um, from Coach Williams at Mount Carmel to Tubby Raymond at Delaware to Andy Reid with the Eagles and the Chiefs, um, you know, and then working with, with John and Chris, man, I, I have, um, you know, benefited more from being around great people than anybody <laughs> there is so um never take that for granted and um just uh again very lucky that i've had the opportunity to work with some really really good people yeah no and i i, I do the same thing in my career I do do a long list of people just like you can which has uh, been phenomenal how difficult is the financial piece of this because it's such a puzzle I mean, how much time is needed and put in by everybody in the organization to make it financially fit so you can put a competitive team on the field while also staying within structure? Yeah, it's, it's extremely hard. Uh, it's difficult, but, you know, that that's the beauty of the league, and, you know, that's why the NFL is so popular, and that's why these games always come down to the end. I mean, um, the better you are, the you know, the more your players cost. And... Additionally, you're you're picking later in the draft every year, so um, it is set up for teams that don't have a ton of talent on their roster um, to go out there and, and get better players, and it's structured for teams to have high premium picks. And um, you know, the more you win, um, the more disadvantaged you are in regards to um, you know the cap and and you know your your draft allocation. So um, it's a challenge. It's, it's a puzzle and you know, you, it's basically just a series of contingency plans, and so you're going to have to to work through through the draft with you know the unknown of what's going to be there at 32. But you're also going to have to do a ton of work on the front end and free agency, and and find some guys that you know right off the bat you're going to be out of the market for a lot of these guys because you don't have the cap room, and you just got to do a ton of work. And, and so when the market doesn't materialize for certain players in certain positions, you have to be ready to jump on those guys and, and sign them right away. I think we did that last year when you know we didn't have a, a ton of room to work with, but um, especially after we signed the the left tackle. Um, but you're sitting there and you're doing a ton of work, and then when guys like Drew Tranquil become available and Mike Edwards become available, you have to be ready to go. So it's just a matter of 
just preparing a lot of different plans and, and being flexible and being able to be fluid throughout this process. And, and, you know, you can only do that if you put a ton of work in on the front end. And, um, you know, fortunately for us, we've got a great staff and, and you know, we do all that legwork uh, so that when we run into those situations, we have these issues. Um, we're not pigeonholed into, hey, this is the only shot we got. You know, we try to leave as many different paths to get to where we want to go as possible. So um, just a lot of work on the front end. Uh, Brett, I hope you don't mind. One final question, then I'll let you go, because I know you have a series of these to do. When you do have success on a personal basis, you know, I'm talking about now personally, how much time do you give yourself to enjoy it before you know you get to go back and start working on the next season? Not enough time. <laughs> yeah. I don't feel like it's funny because, I, you know, I think in my mind, I, you know, when I was getting into this profession and then, you, know, you dream of being a GM, and then when you get that opportunity, I think in your mind, you're, you know, there's always that like subconscious thought that says, if I ever get to the Super Bowl and win a Super Bowl, you know, the rest is icing on the cake and it's all downhill. You know, they can never take that away from me. That kind of, you know, mindset. And it, I have learned, and this is me personally. I, I don't know how others feel who have, you know, been down this road, but. Um, it's been the complete opposite where the pressure and the stress um, only magnifies. And, you know, I don't, I know that the first time we played the Super Bowl, it was an excitement feeling. Then last year, there was more of an anxiety. And then this year, it's worse than last year. So um, it just, it, and I think the reason, Steve, is because before you win one, there's always that you know, excitement of wanting to get there and experience it. Right. But when you actually win one, you realize it's better than you can ever imagine. And you know what it feels like. And so I think the pressure becomes more because you know what it's like to hold that trophy up. You know what it's like to see your family. You know what it's like to have that parade. And so then that puts more anxiety on you because you don't want to be without that feeling. So um, it, it's gotten more stressful over the years. Um, so I think that the time to really take it all in and enjoy it will probably be way down the road somewhere when it's all said and done. But, um, you know, it's a nonstop schedule. And, you know, obviously we have the big game Sunday and right from there you're in draft meetings and then you're at the combine and then you have OTAs. Then you have a, you know, a breather in, in, in June and then you're right back at training camp in July. So it, it's a nonstop deal. And, um, you know, I don't think I've ever sat there and, really enjoyed it like you should um certainly have some periods throughout the, the course of the spring and summer where i try to take a step back and look but there's always something going on so i don't think you can really probably take it all in until till everything's all said and done well congratulations on what you've done to this point i wish you nothing but the best of luck obviously coming up and you are such a credit to this area that i think uh everyone around here is proud and we're just thrilled that you gave us a few minutes of your time today brett thanks so much Awesome. Anytime, Steve. And, uh, hey, look, hopefully we can do this next year, too, right? That sounds great because I like making an annual event when we talk about Chiefs Kingdom. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Brett Feach, the general manager of the Kansas City Chiefs.